There are four key things you need to understand and leverage to be a successful leader who's growing their business and playing the long game. Way too many people give in to the immediate gratification culture of society in general, but especially when it comes to business. They focus on the things that can feel good in the moment, that can get them a quick win, um, that can show evidence that they're, quote, successful because they have the followers or whatever it might be. They aim at the flashy stuff. They aim at the stuff that's in the right here, right now. But a true leader is thinking ahead. They're seeing out three, four, five years for the viability and growth of their business. So today I wanna break down the four areas you have to be focusing on to build a business that stands the test of time. One that might start slow and steady, but ultimately shifts into an exponential trajectory of growth and success and big time wins with you at the helm of that business. Okay, let's jump into it. I'm super pumped to talk about this with you today. Hey, you're listening to the Luminary Leadership Podcast, and I'm your host, Liz. This is the space where we equip overwhelmed entrepreneurs to become the confident, visionary leader their business, team, family, legacy need to win. After working with countless entrepreneurs over the last decade plus, I've noticed this theme. No matter the level of success they achieved, and I've worked with some incredibly successful business owners, they get to this point where they're asking, now what? You know, what am I being called to next? What does next look like? How do I get there? If you're listening to this, you get it. You're craving more impact and you want to feel less frantic and in the weeds of your day-to-day roles and instead lead with that vision and that peace and that intention and that clarity. You want to wake up each morning with that clarity and vision and the time and the margin to do what you love in your business and in your life with your family. This show is where industry leaders come to grow into their next level of achievement and purpose and impact and legacy, success in business and true legacy at home. Get ready because we both know you don't just need another strategy. It is time for your breakthrough. Being a visionary leader is not a set it and forget it kind of thing. So that's why the first area you have to focus on to play the long game in business, to win long-term, to grow in a way that is sustainable so that you can actually experience the freedom that you want to have in your life personally, the impact that you're called to make, you're living a purpose-driven life and you know that your business is a vehicle for that and to ensure that you're building long-term wealth and you have the strategies to back it up, you have to be able to cast vision. Now here's the problem. You probably already know that. If you listen to the show, you definitely know that because I've talked about it so many times. But here's the problem. Too many people cast vision, they set it, they forget it, and they get back to work. They shift directly from this inspired 30,000 foot view of possibility in their business, and then boom, they're right back down in the weeds in the day to day. And the two don't align. The work they're doing in the day to day isn't ensuring this long-term vision that they have. We have processes that we do within our business, that we ultimately do with our clients, that will now soon be available to you in your breakthrough year, which is our breakthrough program that's essentially stripping out all of the things that have worked for us, taking us from chaotic and you know in hurry and overwhelm and grind and just work and hope it pays off someday into a massive growth trajectory for our business. And 
waking up every day with clarity as the leader of that business, knowing exactly where to invest my time, getting up out of the weeds, bringing on the team that's gonna support the mission, all the good stuff. So anyway, we go deeper in there, but what I wanna do today is just peel back the layers on what it looks like to be that visionary leader in your business and how you can make it tangible. This sounds like kind of an esoteric concept of, oh, I'm a visionary leader, I think like a visionary, but it's not just how you think, it's actually what you do. And the, the premise behind this is you are a future thinker as a business owner and you are doing the things in the day-to-day -day that support that future vision. So if you haven't yet taken the time to really recast that vision to the point where you feel like if you were to sit down in a room, let's say you joined a mastermind and you're surrounded by these other leaders and they were to say, what is the vision for your business? Give us the five-year vision. What does it look like? What's your company doing? What wrongs are you writing in the world? What does your brand stand for? What does it stand against? All those pieces. What have you accomplished? Where are you standing five years from now in terms of your finances and your family and your team and your growth and all of that? Could you spout it off effortlessly without any hesitation? And if the answer is no, you wanna spend a little bit more time there. So how do you do that? Well, we have some processes to support that. One of them is a free resource. If you haven't yet downloaded the Focused Entrepreneur, this is gonna help you figure out what you can strip away, what you can delegate, where your gifting is and what's actually gonna move the needle in your business. So then when you go to create the roadmap to that vision, you're focusing on the right things that are actually going to yield a positive result. They're actually going to change the game for your business. So you can grab that at luminaryleadershipco.com forward slash focused, past tense, focused, and you can start there. But if you've already done that kind of work and you're getting into casting vision from a more strategic perspective. Let's talk first about your schedule. I think it's critical that things that are super important for you show up in your weeks, not just your days, I'm sorry, not just your year, not just your months, not just your quarter, they have to show up in your weeks, right? Like there has to be evidence that every single week it's showing up, but even better every day. Okay, so here's what I mean. Are you carving out time? And it's gonna feel super counterintuitive at first because everybody's talking productivity, get the things done, check the things off your list. This is more of a long-term play, but we're building a long-term business, so that's okay. Do you have time in your week to contemplate, to reflect, to reconnect with that vision, to make tweaks to the vision, to look at where you're spending your time, where your team is spending your time, where your resource is going, your resources of time, your resources of money, right? Energy, focus, all of that. And are you making sure that they, they consistently align? What I like to do, I do well in block time. So my Friday afternoons, come noon on a Friday, I'm checked out for visionary time. I walk you through this in more detail in episode 162, talking about how to really unlock your entrepreneurial potential and be a future-driven business and future-driven business owner. But by having this space that's not no one's demanding anything of you in that time. You don't have tasks that you're seeking to accomplish. You can really get into that innovation and creativity and what lights your spark so that you know, you know you're in alignment with where you're meant to go. On top of being really strategic and how you cast vision, another piece of the puzzle of being a visionary leader, and this is one of the four things that's so critical for, for having a long-term business, is just remembering that business is cyclical, okay? This is one of the biggest mistakes I see entrepreneurs make and they panic. They think that once they've found success, it's all roses. 
they think that once they've started to see financial success or they had a successful launch or they're successfully bringing in clients or they're converting their prospects, whatever it might be, that they're constantly growing in an upward trajectory and they forget that on that line of upward trajectory are the ups and downs that hug it the whole way. There are seasons where you're gonna do better than other seasons and you cannot hang your hat on your past wins and expect it to dictate your future wins. Especially if you're not operating as a visionary, you're gonna consistently keep falling below that line because you're not doing the things to innovate and grow and take risks and go in a positive growth direction. An amazing piece of advice that I got from one of my mentors years ago was the economy was struggling, which meant everybody in our industry of service providers at the time, because I was primarily consulting, were taking a hit because we were the first ones to get cut when companies or small businesses were budgeting. So I was freaking out like everybody around me was freaking out because our numbers were going down. And my mentor reminded me that you have to ride the waves, right? You have to ride the waves, have some staying power. And the way you do that through those tough seasons where everything feels like it's imploding is lifting your head up above the weeds just enough to have sight on that vision and know that you're in that mountainous terrain on your pursuit there. And it's to be expected, right? When you have this mindset of being a future thinker, and a future planner. Well, first you've set the expectation that there will be hard times and you stop overreacting when those hard times come like it's a freaking surprise. It's like, yeah, this is entrepreneurship. Here's the hard time. Okay, what are we gonna do with it? But on top of setting that expectation, you start to anticipate it. You've had struggles in the past. So you can say, okay, when we navigated this, we did this, it worked or it didn't work and we're gonna do it this way differently this time. You have to look ahead and be thinking about and anticipating what could come your way so you're prepared. But on top of that, every time you encounter something hard, you don't just have a knee-jerk reaction to panic. We saw it, we've seen it in many different ways, but for example, not long ago and many times over, Facebook updates their ads, I don't even know what, like their vernacular around their ads and and what's kosher and how it works and whatever. And there was this big iOS update and it massively affected businesses and brands that leverage Facebook ads to drive traffic. Where we saw people in the industry going from generating hundreds of thousands of dollars of profit from their ads down to $20,000 of profit in a month. And it was crazy. So people started to panic. They'd pull their ads, they'd fire their ads teams, They'd like try a whole nother strategy or they would just wallow in it and not approach it and make decisions as a visionary leader. But the ones that knew this crap happens all the time, here we go again, how are we gonna approach this specific blip on the radar and had the mentality of we're gonna ride this wave because we know these changes come, they came out the other side stronger. They figured it out, they were resourceful, they leveraged their connections and ask people, what's working for you? What are you doing? What can I try? You know, they learned so much from that experience. And many of them said, oh, we expanded. You know, we found other channels to bring people in other than Facebook ads so that we weren't so reliant on one channel. They grew from that experience. They didn't crumble from it. So 
that's a key piece of building this future business that's going to be there 10 years from now or going to be sold 10 years from now that's finding the success and the freedom that you're looking to grow from your business is riding those waves and knowing that business is cyclical and this kind of stuff comes and not acting like it's your first rodeo every time something goes wrong. In regards to that is making decisions as the leader you're becoming, right? Not not as the one that went through that struggle last time because you're better than that version of yourself. You've already gone through it. Hopefully you've extracted the wisdom from it. Hopefully you have a better discernment process. You have a better team around you. You have a better mentality. You have a stronger vision that carries you through those hard times. So start making decisions as that steady-handed future leader that you're becoming, right? That's how you grow into it. That's how you develop And that's how you're going to see your business through tough seasons when other people just fold, when other people crumble, or when other people move so far backwards during a tough season because they didn't handle it as a future thinker. They were too busy just focusing on the chaos right under their nose. Building off of that same concept is the idea that success is cumulative. Success is cumulative. So the first thing is you got to be a visionary leader. You got to own that. It's got to show up in your calendar and in how you operate and make decisions. The second thing is remembering that success is cumulative. The failures you've had, the wins you had, although they don't dictate what's possible in the future, both good or bad, they have built on each other to craft you into the leader you need to be. And when you realize success is cumulative, you don't make those knee-jerk reactions. You stop operating from a place of reactive nature or responding to what's coming into your world or your circumstances and being proactive, right? Knowing that when you've experienced a failure, you're going through that process to extract the lessons from that failure and to make that failure profitable and understanding that success is something that builds. It's not an overnight thing. Stop acting like, oh, if that post could just go viral, then I'd grow my list and I'd make my million, right? If I could just have that team member who could do X, Y, Z, if I could just sell more of this program, It's all the things combined, starting with you being that visionary who understands that. I see it a lot with my clients. They put a lot of pressure on themselves for an upcoming launch, for example, right? They know, man, if I play my cards right, this could be a $500,000 launch, a $600,000 launch. This could be such a big income generator for our business. So they put all the energy into the launch, Right? And then the launch comes and all their eggs are in that basket emotionally. And when that launch doesn't go well, because there will be times that your launches don't go according to plan, aka almost every time, if that launch doesn't go well, now mentally they're so tied up in that, in that one individual thing as their ticket to success that they start to crumble. All the decisions they make from there are based on that failure right? They beat themselves up. The imposter syndrome starts to creep in. They doubt themselves. They start to panic because the finances aren't what they thought they'd be. Instead of realizing, okay, that launch went like this. We do a debrief on that launch. We understand what went well, what didn't, what we would change, and we launch again. Realizing that the process of even launching something as specific as that is cumulative. They build on each other. It's not the launch, it's one launch of a ton of launches because the idea is that you tweak your way to victory, right? You're constantly adjusting into the successes you want to have. And when you have that mentality, it takes so much pressure 
off of the actual things you're doing in your business. And it gives you the courage to take risks because you know from that risk, you're going to get the data. Answers come to those who take action. So when you take an action, even if it's a risky action, even if it doesn't go according to plan, you can take that information and run with it. And it's information that you could not have extracted had you not taken that step. And when you have the attitude that you're gonna tweak your way to victory, you don't have the pressure in every single thing you do and you launch more quickly, you go more quickly, you're more agile versus feeling like you have to be robotic and a perfectionist, which is gonna slow you down as the market continues forward. So tweaking your way to victory and then having a system and a process that allows you and your team to collect the data and the information and walk through it so that you can get the nuggets of gold from the experience you just had, good, bad, or indifferent, right? You don't wanna just survive it and then be resilient and then do it again. That's the mistake we see. There are a lot of incredible entrepreneurs out there who should be admired for their resilience. They keep getting back up. It's not if you get back up, right? It's not how quickly you get back up. It's how wisely you get back up. If you are standing there and there's this spinning wheel, right? And there's this big piece of plank of wood hanging off the spinning wheel and it's coming at you and you keep ducking every time so you don't get hit by it. But then you get hit by it and you're like, I'm brave, so I'm going to get back up. And you get back up right in the same instant that this thing is going to come whack you down again. And you're like, I'm brave, so I'm going to get back up. But I'm going to get back up quicker this time. And so you get knocked down quicker. But what if you say, wait a minute, I just got hit. It hurt. <laughs> I don't want to get hit again. What if I could be a little more strategic in how I get back up? I'm going to take a few steps over to the left and I won't get hit in the face by the two by four. So it's not just getting back up. It's not just resilience. It's being wise. It's extracting the information. And that's what you're doing when you're looking and leveraging the data, right? You might have put all this time and energy and effort into a uh, marketing campaign that you put out on social media and it falls flat. Instead of like, oh, that sucked, but that's okay. I'm going to dust it off. I'm going to put on my brave face and I'm going to go try it again. And you do something very similar and it has the same response. Instead, take the emotion out of it, have unbiased parties with you that can extract the data so that when you re-enter, you re-enter wiser. I did a podcast episode, episode 180, on making failure profitable and it walks you through an actual step-by-step framework that teaches you how to do this. So go reference episode 180 and it'll break it down so that you're not just hopping back up too quickly, you're hopping back up more wisely and you're, you're able to progress, you're able to grow. So the next time you might have a failure, it's still 10 steps ahead of your previous one. So there's growth in that, it's profitable, it's, there's progress being made. And then finally, you're just able, when you're in that, that position of being the visionary leader, realizing that success is cumulative, you're embracing tweaking yourself to victory, you're able to just say, okay, that didn't work, what's next? Right? You're just, you're in this place. It's not that the sting isn't there when things don't go well or you get rejected or something fails, but all of your worth is not tied up in that as a leader. And that's a key piece. And that's going to keep you in momentum and in growth. And it's going to help your business have longevity, 
We see all the time these businesses that are really great business ideas or even really great businesses or really great entrepreneurs. But because they're not embracing these first two factors of, you know, playing the long game, they don't either, they don't stand the test of time and they break down or worse, they live in limbo forever. They just hit their plateau and they never grow above it. And all the while they know in their gut they're made for something more, but they can't access it. They just can't access it. The other piece, this is number three, is you grow yourself before the business is really going to grow to the levels you want it to. We love to focus on strategy because strategy is not personal, right? Like the previous point, when you extract the data on a Facebook ad you ran because it didn't go well, it's just data. You're like, okay, like this image didn't really resonate with people or we could tweak this copy. But when you are the bottleneck of growth of your business because you haven't yet become the leader you need to be to take things to the next level, that's personal. Those habits you have, whether it's habits of thought, right? It's your past experiences you've brought into the current moment. All of those things are like an anchor on your business because you're leading it, right? You're leading that business. So you have to have a commitment to your own growth and development continuously and a willingness to acknowledge when your business hits a roadblock, when you hit a ceiling or a plateau, have you looked at where can I grow? Where are my deficits that I'm nurturing and leaning into that I need to break free from so that I can take this to the next level? And oftentimes in those ceilings and those plateaus, it's the things you least want to address. It's the things that have been holding you back. Maybe you've successfully built your business on willpower, right? Like you are so disciplined, you're up early, you're just going all the time, but it caught up with you. And now you haven't eaten healthy in like three years. You never exercise because you don't have time or capacity and you've got to build this business. But you've lost confidence and you don't have much energy, which means you don't have a ton of mental clarity. And you know that what would help you transcend where you're stuck is if you were as laser focused in on your health and optimizing your body and your mind as you are in leveraging the strategies that you implement in your business, right? Maybe it's a habit of thought. Maybe you've been building your business and grinding for all these years because you want to prove to that one person that you can do it. But that's not really an inspired place to build a business from. It'll light a fire under your butt for a while and maybe it's gotten you here, but what got you here won't get you there. So what changes and habits of thought do you have to break, right? That's playing small. When you're building a dream to prove something to someone else, it's just a weak mindset that you have to break free of and set a new focus and a new vision and forgive whatever's haunting you from your past. Like these are the kind of things that can hold you back and a willingness to prioritize leadership because you know that leadership is the bridge to all the things you ultimately want to achieve and experience and the impact you wanna make and the wealth that you wanna build and the freedom you wanna have and the prosperity you wanna bring to your family. All of that is contingent on your willingness to unlock your leadership potential. So do you have checks and balances in place to regularly gut check your habits? right? Your, your thought patterns, your value system. Have you been operating in integrity with that value system or have you been going for the low-hanging fruit, whatever's going to make you money, whatever's shiniest, whatever makes you feel 
important in the moment. But you know those are the things that are holding you back from going for the bigger thing that's going to require a little more risk from a leadership and a mindset perspective. So trying to build a successful business as an average leader, at some point you become complicit in your stuckness when you operate from that reference point. So it's time to change how you think and to start thinking like a leader, embracing things like a leader, making decisions like a leader, and putting time and energy into it. Again, going back to the first point, this should show up in your schedule. There should be evidence of the fact that you're nurturing the leader you're called to become. If you're constantly driving the train with your ego, right, you're gonna drive that train right off the tracks. If you're doing things because it makes your name show up in lights or because so-and-so did it and you're in competition or you're comparing or whatever it might be, or if you're feeding your doubt or if you're operating from a place of laziness or you've been too afraid to take the next risks because you don't wanna experience a, 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 you know, a rejection, these are all areas you gotta dig into so that you can break through that and your business can break through. Because when you're constantly growing, your business follows that. It's like tethered to your back. And when you slow down and you hit these walls and you get stuck, it can't bypass you, right? It'll try, but it'll slingshot right back to wherever you're anchored. So you have to find ways to propel yourself forward in mind, body, spirit, vision as a leader. And then finally, a key piece of playing the long game, having a uber successful business that is respected in your industry and stands the test of time is this. The health of the business is primary. The health of the business is primary. Now your health, both mental, physical, is directly correlated to that because you're leading the business. But what I mean by that is, have you been making decisions based on a box you really wanna check or you're on autopilot and you're just doing the things you've always done or you're hiring because you wanna take stuff off your plate but you're not looking at how that's impacting the bottom line and you're gonna be in the red next month because of those decisions. Like you cannot just do what feels good today or what so-and-so is doing. You have to have a consistent pulse check on the health of your company. And you cannot do this once a year. You cannot do this once a quarter. You cannot just get a report back from your accountant and be like, okay, I think we're good. As, going all the way back up to the top, as the visionary leader, this is something that you are responsible for and what should be showing up in your weeks. Because the health of the business should mean a whole lot to you. It is the indicator as to whether you're gonna be here next year and what next year is gonna look like for you. How are you setting the foundation for where the business is going next? You're gonna do that by knowing and dropping a pin as to where the business is now. No more saying, I'm just not a numbers person. No more saying, oh, I'm just gonna work harder. Getting crystal clear on all the elements of your business and making decisions accordingly. So now you're a visionary leader and your schedule reflects that, right? You're, you know success is cumulative and your mindset reflects that. You're growing yourself in conjunction with growing your business, preferably before and your schedule reflects that. And finally, you're constantly in tune with the health of your business. You know your numbers. You know what's working and what's not. You know your, what's coming in and what's going out, right? You know what offers are performing for you and what needs to be stripped away. You know what the culture of your team is 
and what you need to do as a leader to improve that or change that and not let any cancers come in and create a toxic environment in your company. You know your values and you know whether you and your team and your business are operating by those values. All of these things make up the health of the business, but cash flow is a huge piece of that. And understanding your cash flow and understanding what's coming in and that there is enough to support the growth of the business is the most simple way of thinking about the health of your business. And too often we're head down, work hard, hope for the best. No longer. We're visionary leaders with our head up enough to know that although the journey will be hard, although success is cumulative and it's not going to be an overnight thing, although we still have to break through and grow ourselves, we can make the right leadership decisions to consistently improve the health of our businesses. And then we will see our businesses thrive. Then we will finally decompress from the stress that comes with doing things that are just right under our noses to be connected, instead connected to the vision of where we're going and see the fruits of that labor. So now, what's your next step? The next step is go to luminaryleadershipco.com forward slash leader. luminaryleadershipco.com forward slash leader because there you can get on the wait list for your breakthrough year. Your breakthrough year is where you are going to do all of these things and be nurtured and gifted the strategies that are going to take you and your business into the next level over this next year. By putting your name on that wait list, you ensure that one, you get first dibs because we're capping the amount of people that can be founding members for this brand new program. Two, you are committing to having finally your breakthrough year. I'm not just talking like a little bit of growth. I'm not just talking a couple wins, a good launch. I'm talking the year you go from good to phenomenal, best kept secret to known in the industry, stressed and overwhelmed to influential leader who's confident and has the capacity and time to show up for the people they love. From in the grind to freedom and prosperity, it's gonna happen in your breakthrough year. So that's what you're gonna do next. The other reason you're getting on that wait list is because we have an incredible incredible bonus that's going to support only our waitlist members that is all about the health of your business. We're talking cash flow and how to have way more of it. So make sure you go to luminaryleadershipco.com forward slash leader and get on that waitlist because it's coming real soon. Thank you so much for tuning in. If this spoke to you, please share it. Tag us. We love seeing who's listening, how we can support you in your business, in your leadership. Thanks for tuning in. I hope today's episode gave you what you needed. If it spoke to you, please leave us a review and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on the next powerful episode. And I know it's so cliche to ask for a review. It always feels weird asking for one, but you guys, that makes a huge impact on the show. We read every one of them and it helps us get incredible guests to serve you. Don't be shy. I love connecting with our listeners. You can follow along on Instagram when I'm on there at Eliz Hartke. And if there's a topic or a question or guest you have for us, reach out, share your thoughts. You can connect at marketing at luminaryleadershipco.com. And we do this for you. So the more you tell us, the more we can serve you. 
Thanks for spending some time with me. I really do appreciate you. Tune in next week to keep building your legacy and becoming the confident visionary leader you are meant to be.